and welcome back to Philosophical Nothings, episode I forgot, but I'm pretty sure it's episode eight. It is episode eight. <laughs> I'm so smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope everybody's been doing well. Sorry that we're late, but life has been lifing, and it can go and do its own thing. <laughs> There's definitely something up in the cosmos because, man, I've been exhausted the last couple days. So I am just happy that we're recording. (laughs) Yes. um, And that it's getting out there because this is a lot of fun. And as Peyton said, life's life. So life's life and it can suck it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This week is Taylor's question, and it's super exciting. It's simple, but really fun. And yeah, exciting. I'm excited for for the conversations we're going to have because I wanted this one to be a little lighter um, because I just think it's fun. Like, there's some philosophical things that are just like random and dumb, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm excited about it. So do we have any housekeeping today? Um, no housekeeping necessarily. Um, we do still have our Gmail, philosophical nothings at Gmail, which side note to all the listeners, I know spelling philosophical is hard and almost retarded because I spell our own podcast wrong almost all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> it is philosophical nothings at Gmail, and um, we appreciate all you listeners that are listening and Thank you for all your support. Yeah. And we do have a Facebook page. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. I do. I run it. How did I forget? <laughs> and it's doing really good. I'm like, I'm really excited about it. We've got yeah. quite a few people following it already. So I'm just so excited. Yes. We have 64 likes so far. It's also philosophical nothings. And I'm still new at it. I'm still learning. So please forgive me. But we also forgot to introduce this podcast, and it's Philosophical Nothings with Peyton and Taylor, and I'm Peyton. And I'm Taylor. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Sticking with us. (laughs) Sticking with us through our tired nonsense. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's get philosophical. Okay. Okay. So this week I wanted it to be really fun. And I was like, okay. So I have to explain a little bit of backstory. Okay. So I was rewatching Twilight with the rest of the world. And I was like, you know what we should do this week? I think we should talk about myths and legends that we wish or hope are real. So that can be, um, like about different creatures or different concepts or something, but I kind of wanted to just roll with it and see where it goes. And so um, I rolled with it in that I, I went with more of like mystical creatures. And the first one, I picked two because there's two that specifically come in to mind. And my first one is Bigfoot. I know he is real. Or they are real. I think it's a whole species. <laughs> what do you think, Peyton? 
I don't personally believe in Bigfoot, but if I did entertain the thought, this is going to sound like really strange, but this is how my brain works. I think they would be more like mules to where they were like a bear and another creature had sex, sexual intercourse, (laughs) and they made an animal (laughs) that ended up being Bigfoot. And now Bigfoot can't make babies. I feel like it would be kind of like a mule situation. Mm, interesting. Interesting thought. And that's why there's so few of them. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. So um my my background with the whole the thought of ba- of wow. You could do this. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> so um my dad grew up in Oregon where there are trees everywhere and he from the time I was little would say Bigfoot is real Bigfoot is real I've seen him with my own eyes Bigfoot is real my dad saw him (laughs) and um and I think why I think it's like a species is there's so many like undiscovered parts of earth you know like like there's a whole, there's like a, what, I can't even think of the percentage, but there's like a vast majority of the ocean that has not even been like looked at. 5% of the ocean, or 7% has been discovered. Right. So like, there's like millions of possibilities of what could be in that other percentage, you know, like there's so many things that could be in existence. And why would there be all these things in existence in the ocean but not on the land and where we come from like cave people it could have been a branch off of that or a different type of humanoid that kind of evolved differently you know and so i'm like i'm i'm here for it and there's so many people who have talked about bigfoot and have had experiences with things that they thought were Bigfoot or looked like what Bigfoot would look like that it's like, how can it not be real? You know? Okay. But also this, like, this is where my brain goes as well. I do believe there are things that are real that are invisible that can be tapped into with like, if you smoke like marijuana or doing shrooms or any kind of things like that, that like elevates your higher self mm-hmm. um, or that alters your reality. Not that I condone drugs or anything, but I have a feeling that when your reality is altered, you can see things that the normal human eye cannot. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that as well. Yeah. I, uh, so my dad tells this story about how he saw Big, Bigfoot looking through his window when he was seven because he was on the top bunk and this Bigfoot like I guess they had um windows up at the top like you know how in some houses like older houses it's like a thin little window almost like a like imagine like uh, a gel cell kind of yeah more like like a basement room you know how it's like more top and so he was on the top bunk and he said it couldn't have been like earlier than like five in the morning so it was like the sun was coming up but it wasn't like super light outside but he straight up saw this creature looking in like checking it out 
And then he turned around and walked back into the forest because my dad, like the their property backed up to like the forest. And I was like, I mean, he lived in Oregon and there's been a lot of Bigfoot sightings and there is a lot of like foliage that he could disguise himself in because it's a lot of like rough terrain that is really hard to hike too, you know? So yeah. he's go up there where it's hard to get to you know there's a lot of places that's hard to get to so he could actually he could or they um if it's a whole species could like hide in plain sight basically or hide very easily because it's not really easy to get through you know yeah and not a lot of people venture in there for any specific reason right right and like they always say that like hiking up in Oregon they always say um caution to new hikers and even caution to experienced hikers because of how tough it is to hike up there because everything's wet too you know it's very like it's mist all the time like it's always raining even if it's just misting you know and so everything's wet there's green foliage everywhere like everywhere and so I'm like, if I was a creature trying to not be spotted, that would probably be a good choice. Yeah. I also think, too, like, so in Colorado here, there's, like, the most ginormous boulders at the top of a mountain. Like, they're they're boulders about the size of a three-story building. Wow. Like, they're huge. And it's it's amazing in and of itself, like, how they got there. Mm -hmm. But... I was being cute, but then I started really thinking about it. I'm like, what if they live in the boulders? It's a possibility. Nobody would know. In the boulders. No one would know. And, okay, so I don't necessarily believe in them, but I like entertaining the thought. But for Bigfoot, do you think they're smart or do you think they're more like animalistic or human? Do you think more human or animal? Um, I think... See, I don't know. That's where it the where the question lies, you know, is like they've got to be smart in like because say they are real, which I believe they're real, but say they are, you know, how like the fact that they've stayed hidden for so long, like where people can't actually prove that they're real or that they exist. Like, that's pretty damn impressive to me. Like, you've got to have some kind of, like, smarts to that. You but know? they're, like, they're also discovering new species, like, once a week. That's true. So, it's, I think also us as humans as a whole are kind of dumb. And we tried, mm-hmm. to, like, sorry for anybody out there who thought they were smart. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we try too hard to invade nature rather than um, appreciating it. We just want to discover and learn and be the best and do all these things mm-hmm. that we have tunnel vision. So we probably have missed a lot of signs of like, oh, this is a new species of caterpillar or right. that deer looks different than everything else. Right. I'm still trying to think of like, in my brain, what two animals would make a Bigfoot baby? Two Bigfoots. 
But where do the Bigfoot start? They're part of our evolution. They're a branch off of our evolution. Just like there's feral people that live in the state parks. <laughs> Have you heard of that one? The feral, feral people? people? Uh-huh. No, actually, like, I've heard a few things about, like, people who live like animals, but not so much in depth. Yeah. So, like, there was, um, I think it was just, like, a stupid article. Like, I don't know how much, like, Like a creepy pasta. Right. Like, I don't know how actual, like, if there's any actual, like, facts backing it at all. But there, legend says that there is feral people that live in the national parks and they kidnap people and they're cannibalistic and that the national parks know about it and if they investigate and can't find people in a certain amount of time they just write it off as it's the feral people and i'm like that's terrifying that makes me never want to go to a national park ever (laughs) This is the most random side note, but I think it's relevant to all of our viewers. I went out to dinner this weekend with a couple friends, and they had these little strips of paper that you could write sayings on and put it in the wall. And so my saying was from Albert Gein, a cannibal for anybody who doesn't know. And it was, uh, what was it? Humans taste best when crisp like chicken. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to see the old lady's face when she opens that up and is like, what's wrong with the world? (laughs) Did you have another legend that you were... I did, but I want to hear yours first. Okay. So, I truly believe, and I know people are going to be like, Peyton, you're stupid. Like it only if it only revolves around you. This is only true for you. But I really believe that humans only use 10% of their brain. Yes. And partially because I loved the movie Limitless so much. Mm. And it was actually made as a parody when I was doing my research on this. It was actually made as a parody for people who believed in it to kind of stop people from believing in it. But since that movie came out, the percentage of people that believe in this myth went up 60%. Damn. I'm like, y'all did it wrong. But. Y'all messed up. Y'all messed up. So I have a quote. I don't know where it's from, but it's from the internet. Medical News Today. Um, According to a survey from 2013, around 65% of Americans believe that we only use 10% of our brain. It says, but this is just a myth, according to an interview with neurologist Barry Gordon in Scientific America, he explained that the majority of the brain is almost always active. Mm. So, I believe, personally, and I'm not a scientist, I have so much to say on science and healthcare in one second, but... (laughs) I believe all of your body is active all the time because you are a living creature and every cell is living unless it is dying. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a give or take there. I also believe in order for any thought to crash your brain, the whole brain needs to be working. Mm -hmm. But where my thought process is, I believe that we only use 10% of our brain's potential. Gotcha. 
so we'd like we don't use just 10 percent. like oh this little corner here that little corner there mm-hmm. the whole brain's working but i think the whole brain could be working 90 percent better right i just i really wish i had that limitless pill because i would probably be amazing <laughs> you already are amazing peyton what thank yes. you you're amazing too oh, thanks. <laughs> um the reason this myth came about is because thomas edison misquoted his psychologist saying that the brain develops only 10 percent of its latent mental ability mm-hmm. but what thomas meant to say was the energy the mental energy so that's kind of what I was talking to about, like, potential and anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. I really just think we're, we have so much untapped potential in our brain because our brain is a flawless muscle unless injured. Mm-hmm. And it's meant to do one thing, like, obviously a million things, but it's meant to function and work full capacity. Right. I just feel that as a nation and as a people over time, we have thought it to be okay to limit our potential by like, let me just sit in front of the TV for three hours. Right. Or who only needs high school. Mm -hmm. And I was researching a little bit more and I'm sorry, I keep going so fast. No, Um, do it. So they did so much study on Thomas Edison's brain. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had to catch my breath. (laughs) They did so much study on his brain and he had more glibel cells Mm -hmm. in his brain than anybody else at that time. Okay. And glibel cells actually speed up the neurons in the brain. Mm -hmm. So he was able to think and process faster than anybody. Gotcha. Okay. And that's how he could absorb so much, um, like information and thought processes and all of these things. But upon further research, glibel, um, glibel neurons, I think is what I called them. Now I'm going to be, I'm going to be wrong. But anyways, glibel neurons or neuron transmitters were more prominent in the eras of like the 17 and 1800s, way more prominent than they are now. So I, I also think that has something to do with Wi-Fi, of why we're so dumb, but that's a side note for another time. And it's like my, that's my political propaganda, but I just <laughs> like, I think our brain has so much untapped potential. And I truly honestly think healthcare is hiding a bunch of baloney because how can you be researching cancer for a hundred years and not have a cure, but you could research COVID for six months and have a vaccine right (laughs) and this is why we only have 10 percent of our brains because somebody is somebody's controlling us right (laughs) i um it makes me think like um when you were explaining it it makes me think of like the conscious brain versus the subconscious brain yeah yeah it's like like because there's so much happening like our brain is doing so much like we don't even have to think about breathing but we just are like sometimes i have to think about breathing (laughs) well yeah (laughs) but like you know what i mean like like right now we're full-on breathing you know and then and not even thinking about it it's just happening our heart is beating our belly's digesting everything right like our body is just like 
running and we don't have to consciously think about it. It's always just going, you know? So it's like, I feel like it's kind of like your unconscious brain is kind of like peeking behind the curtain of like, oh my God, (laughs) like, you know? And like your conscious brain is what like you're, you're like actively thinking about, you know? Um, and I think there is like, and I think, see, I'm going to get all like hippy dippy, but, um, you're good. I kind of got a little political, so we, <laughs> we do it both. No, you're good. So like, that's why like meditation is so, so important and like connecting with your higher self because it like, it allows you to expand your consciousness and expand like your awareness because there's so much happening and um I can't remember if you said this before um I think I think you did yeah okay so with like mushrooms and things like that they've done a lot of like a lot of studies about these things because all these people who have done them have had these like profound experiences where they feel like they just finally understand themselves or like they finally understand like a big question that they've had, you know, or they have just like this experience where they're like, Oh my God, I get it. You know? And it's like, how are the, it's funny that things that create those experiences are illegal. And Um, so taboo. And so taboo. It's kind of fishy to me, but, um, but these, there are these things that literally grow out of the earth that enhance these experiences or open up these parts of your brain that give you like a glimpse into this of the subconscious or like a glimpse into your higher consciousness or like it kind of like just opens the door for a little bit. Yeah. Um, my, um, my little sister's ex, um, is really into all that stuff. And I'm pretty, I think it's what, this is how he described it is he's like, sometimes it's kind of like going up in an elevator and then the elevator opens and you're like, Oh my God, that's amazing. And then it shuts and then you go back down. <laughs> and yeah. He's like, he's like, you like get like this glimpse into, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. And then you come back down and you're like, wait what like and so um i'm a full a full believer that there are things that we cannot see um unless we tap into it um there are things that exist i mean there's freaking energies and vibrations that we can't even sense but dogs can like high yeah. frequencies you know so there is definitely things happening on that are outside of this realm of existence like in higher vibrations there are things that are happening that we are not seeing you know because we are not vibrating at that vibration you know and so um i like and i honestly think like i feel like i'm we're both nah oh go (laughs) go for it because i'm gonna go like political too in like like there's definitely things being hidden and oh for sure not being talked about like because how can how is there things on this earth that create those experiences and they're not more researched like or we don't hear about all the research that's happening like come on 
Or it's just said to be illegal. Right. Like you no, you're not fooling me. You are not fooling me. There's too, there's so there's too much there to believe that it's not being researched behind closed doors and that we are not aware of what it could do. Like somebody is aware of what it can do and I think that is why it's being locked up. I think too, it was really interesting that you mentioned meditation mm-hmm. and things of that nature, because when I was just like my quick 10 minute research before this podcast is that people who meditate or people who tap into their higher selves or chakras or subconsciousnesses mm-hmm. have a higher percentage of brain function scanned mm-hmm. on MRIs. Yeah. And I think, too, the reason living that way is so taboo is because, like, if everybody's brain functioned more than, it would kind of be a little bit of anarchy and it would give us a leg up, not, like, right. I don't know. Right. I right. do think there's things hidden. I honestly truly believe that there is a cure for cancer inside Area 51 because how the heck do no politicians get cancer? Just saying. But that's a side note and a story for another time. (laughs) (laughs) I just wish I wish I had the limitless pill so bad. Like that would be the coolest to have your brain at a hundred percent capacity. You can think about multiple things at once, learn a language in 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it, it would be so amazing. It would be so cool. And I don't think you can get old with it. Right. Right. You want to talk about, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So prior to this podcast, we were kind of going over what myths um, or legends we wanted to be real. And I had Bigfoot and vampires, which is very telling to my personality, if I, can, if I do say so myself. Um, but I picked vampires because they are uh, object- objectively the best. Uh, werewolves can suck it. Um, <laughs> But I, <laughs> I have had like this obsession with vampires since I was young. Like it started with Twilight and then I read every vampire book available. Like literally I like even the ones that I just cringe. I'm like, how, how did I read that entire series and be like, yeah, yeah. Like there was a, there was a book series called, uh, and like. This may be dating me, but um, it was called Vampire Kisses. Do you remember this? They were like these short little books. It was about this goth girl who fell in love with a vampire, and his name was Alexander, and he was a typical like Transylvanian style vampire. He slept in a coffin and everything, and I just was like, yeah, seems right. <laughs> like, yes, I, I would trade places with her, I guess. <laughs> like, and um yeah i i was rewatching twilight over the weekend as everybody has been doing since it's come back to netflix and i just was reminded of how much i love vampires um i feel like i like i'm always finding new vampire stuff that i just i'm like yeah yep sign me up like because discovery of witches is my current favorite um tv show slash book series i'm obsessed I've read the books 
literally so there's three books of the main series i've read the three books at least 10 times each over the past two years (laughs) like it's bad like i'm obsessed i want matthew de claremont to be mine but i want vampires to be real so bad because if vampires were real i just want to be friends with them i do and then once i reach an age where i'm like yeah i could live at this age forever i want them to change me (laughs) so yeah do you think like vampires are from a certain era i think they can get changed whenever okay you know because like like for example and i and okay you guys brace yourselves peyton has never seen twilight (laughs) and so i'm going to have to like explain some things i completely and wholeheartedly hate kristen stewart with a passion and if anybody thinks she's a great actress they just need to like (laughs) eject ocito because out of life because i can't (laughs) i i agree as an og twilight stan um i agree she there was a bunch of really good actors and then she just was like really not so i agree but it is what it is <laughs> but like um so like in that series for example twilight since it's the most popular carlisle is like thousands of years old and but he looks 25 but then edward is only 108 he was like a newbie you know so it just depends on when you're turned like because vampires can turn you whenever it's not like vampires were just existed at this time and they could only turn them in this time and so now they live through the future you know if vampires were real would you want them to be kind of like zombies where it would kind of be an apocalyptic kind of thing no where they can suck anybody's blood or would it kind of be more of a twilight version um if i had to choose uh vampires that would actually be real i would pick the declaremonts um from a discovery of witches because they coexist with humans very well um because they because honestly what people forget is vampires used to be human they're just now dead and suck blood you know they are humans they're just they've just been turned into a creature you know and so like in discovery of witches they like he's a professor and he teaches at oxford and stuff like that or he researches at oxford he kind of keeps to himself because he doesn't want to like rock the boat or like make a show of himself because he's going to be alive forever and people are going to be like "Hmm, that's really weird that matthew is still alive right (laughs) like and he looks so young still but um so they like keep a low profile but i really like how they like exist among humans you know yeah that feels more like like realistic i just i don't know vampires to me every time i think of it i think of hotel transylvania (laughs) gotcha so like i don't know i never have really entertained that thought i don't think they would be in my brain, they're a lot more folklore than anything. I yeah. believe more in Bigfoot than I do in vampires. Same. But Bigfoot like, is real. Vampires, there's a very slim chance that they're actually real. Uh, no. Hard disagree. 
<laughs> you know, I, I am open to all possibilities. There's endless amounts of things that could exist here that we are not aware of. This is true. Like, I believe in pixies. Mm. I guess I could have used that for mine, but I was like... <laughs> I was like, I have 10 minutes. What's a good myth? <laughs> Here's what's a good myth. And I wanted to watch a show 10 minutes before the podcast and Limitless was on Netflix. So that's how I got <laughs> I love it. So basically, vampires, in essence, if they were to eat humans, are basically just really fast cannibals. Basically, yeah. That could live forever. Yep. That is the, that's like terrifying. <laughs> civilized i wonder if they like their humans like chicken no (laughs) what is your favorite nothing what a great segue there Peyton. um my so my favorite nothing this week um is kind of like a bittersweet favorite nothing um so the place that me and peyton uh met at um, our job, our wellness center, Alignology. Alignology in Las Vegas for all your hol- holistic wellness needs. Check them out. Um, so her and I met there over a year now. Um, I've been over there over there for over a year now. Um, and due to some um, opportunities with my mom's company, um, I will be leaving Alignology on Friday. Um, Friday's my last day and it's very bittersweet for me because I love everybody that I work with. Um, and so my favorite nothing, um, has just been, um, spending these, uh, last two weeks with everybody because there's a great team over there, great leadership. Um, they're doing great things. Um, I really stand behind their mission and what they're trying to accomplish. Um, and it's really sad for me to leave because I planned on like graduating college and like finishing college before leaving there. Um, but my mom is in need of some help with their company. Um, and so I've decided to take that, that on as my next challenge. Um, and so, uh, my favorite nothing has just been like enjoying my time left at Alignology with all of my friends and my buddies that, um, that are there. So yeah one chapter closed and a new one beginning exactly exactly super exciting i'm really happy and proud of you and i can't wait to hear about your new adventures oh, thank you Peyton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what's your favorite nothing for this week so this past week um mark's sister alicia came to visit us mark is my husband by the way for you listeners who don't follow well um, <laughs> So Alicia came to visit and she came over the weekend and I really forgot how close of a friend that she was to me and that she is to me. And growing up, I never had a best friend or anybody really close. It was always just me, myself and I and taking care of my little brother. Uh But Alicia is such a beautiful, genuine soul and she is the most kind and loving, fun-loving person I have ever met in my whole life. And it just, it was so refreshing to have a conversation with somebody who understands me so well and 
like I understand her and our conversations just kept flowing and vibing and just making memories with her. It really made me just appreciate who she was as a person. And it reminded me like, I do have a really good friend. Like I have friends, but it was just a sister. Yeah. I have a I know it was like, I kind of cried when I dropped her off because I've never had a sister before. And she is my sister. She's yeah. I hope she listens to this episode. Because that was basically a shout out to her. Like, <laughs> you the one, Alicia. You the one. You the one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. It was a really nice, it was a nice connection. And it was nice to see her this weekend and just spend time making memories. I love that. Aww. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. This is a great episode. Yes. Um, be sure to tell us. What your what your guys's myths and legends that you believe in are? Yes, yes. Which um, what would you want to um, want to exist? And then also, are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Because there's only one right answer. <laughs> as long as you're not Team Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. you're allowed to listen to this podcast. But if mm-hmm. you like her, ejecto cedo, cause. <laughs> <laughs> because. There's the door. Because <laughs> there's the door. You see that mute button on your microphone? Press it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, hit the unlike button and do it. <laughs> or don't keep uh, keep listening. It's fine. Keep, keep the like, but just I feel like Kristen Stewart. I'm sorry. <laughs> If you like Kristen Stewart, you only use 2% of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, guys, enjoy our podcast. We will be posting next Tuesday because life is a little bit less hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be posting this on Wednesday. Um, Listen to sp- us on Spotify. Also email our email at philosophicalnothings at gmail.com. Yes, and check us out on Facebook. We post all of our little, like, um, pre-show little pictures. Yeah. 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 And then like, subscribe, tell all of your friends, or tell people you don't even know. Just start whispering into their subconscious philosophical nothing. And we will see you guys next week. Yay. Bye. Stay weird, philosophers.